Do you ever have just like a moment of clarity when you suddenly realize that your life doesn't have to be the way that it is? Maybe it's just when you see someone else's life or like a picture on Instagram or something like that and you see how beautiful it is and you wonder, why doesn't my life look like that or feel like how it looks like that feels? And sometimes that can be a really negative thing, like envy or coveting what others have. But sometimes it is more a moment of clarity, a moment where we realize that our life doesn't have to be the way that it is, and that the only reason it is the way it is, the only reason we're living where we are living, or we have the friends we have, or we're eating the food that we are, is just because we're in the habit of doing those things, we kind of set off on that course, and now we are fulfilling that destiny that we essentially created for ourselves. Whereas in reality, we could be living any reality. Like our life could look like anything. We could be living any life or lifestyle that we choose. And it's all just based on the decisions that we're making. Now, the good news is that regardless of what life you're leading right now or what your lifestyle looks like right now, you can start making different decisions and you can completely transform your life. And I would say that in as little as about six months, your life could look dramatically different. So today, I wanted to share with you what is kind of a step-by-step -step plan for how you can go from where you are now to somewhere else. But these are also just principles. So it's not so much a formula. I'm not saying you have to do this and then this and then this. It's more, these are some things to implement to make some dramatic changes. We became entrepreneurs because more than anything, we want freedom. We want to be in control of our own schedule, income, and life. But unfortunately, that isn't always the reality of being a business owner. I'm Gillian Perkins, and I'm on a mission to take back entrepreneurship for what it's supposed to be. In every episode, I'll share with you how to get the most out of every hour you work so that you can work less and earn more. Let's get to it. So of course it all starts with clarity. You can't really change your life or change anything unless you understand how you want to change it and what you want it to look like. What different destination do you want to go to than the destination you are currently headed toward? So I like to break this down into some different categories because I think that that gives us a really simple framework to get ideas for how we want things to be different. So we've got finances, environment, physical health, relationships, spiritual life, and emotional and mental health. So let's just break down what each of those are. Finances, that's both how much money you make and it's what you are doing with the money. Like how much are you saving? How much are you spending? What are you spending that money on? Environment, that's essentially where you live, but it's also what you're doing with the space that you live in. So both about the city you live in and what dwelling in that city you live in, and also how you are turning that dwelling into a home or not. Physical health, that one I think we're all pretty familiar with. That is how strong your immune system is and how healthy and vibrant and energetic you feel. 
Relationships, this one is rather broad. You could break it down into multiple categories, but here we've got who your friends are and the strength of your friendship with them, including your family. And then you've also got potentially love and maybe you have goals in that area, like maybe you want to get married or start a family. Spiritual life, are you at peace spiritually? Do you have confidence of your spiritual destiny? Are you connected to God and how is your relationship with God? And then finally, emotional and mental health. Are you happy? Are you joyful? Are you enjoying your life? Do you feel content? Of course, there's more facets to emotional and mental health than that, but that I think is kind of the heart of it. So you might write down each of these different areas of your life and then think about where you're at right now and where you would like to be with each of them. And then as we're thinking about this as kind of a step-by-step plan, then the second part would be deciding which of these areas you want to focus on. Which of these, if you changed them, if you improved them, would make the biggest difference in your life overall. And most of the time, this is gonna be the area in which currently you are the most deficient in or you feel the greatest need in. So for example, maybe right now you really don't like where you're living and so you would like to change your environment. Or maybe right now you are feeling tired all the time and the thing that would make the biggest difference would really be just having more energy. Or maybe you're feeling lonely and you really would like to have some deeper friendships in your life. If you want to see the biggest results and the biggest changes in your life, then you'll want to concentrate your efforts on just two or three areas of your life that have those biggest deficits and work on improving those areas. With step three, we really get deep into the mindset work. And when I say deep, I mean we go deep really fast because this is where you have to shift how you see yourself. And that is much easier said than done. So let me explain a little bit here what I mean. You are going to act in accordance with how you see yourself and who you see yourself to be. For example, if you see yourself as someone who goes to the gym every day, then it will be easy for you to motivate yourself to go to the gym every day because that is just who you see yourself to be. On the other hand, if you see yourself as someone who is unfit and who doesn't like to exercise, it will be really hard for you to ever motivate yourself to go to the gym and you certainly won't do it daily, at least not consistently or long term. Another example would be if you see yourself as a smoker, then you're going to have that habit of picking up a cigarette. You will have to fight that urge to not. But if you don't see yourself as a smoker, then you don't even think about it. You're not having to make a decision every day, should I smoke or should I not, because you don't see yourself as a smoker. Now, obviously with that example, there's also a component of physical chemical addiction, but this goes for anything that you're doing in your life. If you see yourself as someone who gets up at six o'clock in the morning, then you will easily and naturally and normally do so. Whereas if you see yourself as someone who is not a morning person, and who wakes up at 9 a.m. in the morning and struggles to even wake up at that time, then the thought of waking up at 6 a.m. will be ludicrous and you will have a really hard time motivating yourself to do so. In fact, you won't be able to motivate yourself to do so until you see yourself at least as someone who can and you won't be in the habit of doing it until you both develop the habit and change how you see yourself. Obviously, like I said, it's really hard to change how you see yourself and it is a process. It's not something where you're just going to flip a switch. So I'd first recommend that you start by 
as we talked about in step two, identifying just a couple areas where you want to change, a couple areas that are going to make the biggest difference so that you can really do the hard work on those couple areas and work on changing the way you see yourself as it pertains to those couple things. From there, changing how you see yourself is both about your self-talk and what you are telling yourself and just being aware of this. And it's also about doing the physical work, putting into practice the new habits you want to have, which gives yourself the feedback. It gives your mind the feedback that you are capable of doing those things and eventually tells yourself that you are the kind of person who does those things. Going down our step-by-step plan, step four would be to quantify success. This is a really simple little step. It just is that you want to know what success looks like instead of just having this vague idea of a general direction you want to go or a general idea of what that would look like. Can we put some sort of measuring tape next to it? Can we get more specific about exactly what that looks like? Because the more clarity we have about exactly where we're going, going or exactly how far we need to go, the easier it will be for us to make a plan to get there and the more confident and the less overwhelmed we'll feel, which will make it much easier for us to take action and much easier for us to motivate ourselves to take action. Step five would just be to make a simple plan. And I want to emphasize here the word simple. Don't allow yourself to subtly procrastinate by making a complex plan that is going to distract you from the real work you need to do. For example, I've often found myself doing this when I thought, I want to eat a healthier diet. I want to improve my physical health. Maybe I want to lose weight. And so I would choose a complicated diet or create a complicated meal plan to follow to try to reach that goal. And I would distract myself from the real hard work I needed to do with that complicated plan, which worked for a short period of time, but didn't end up taking me all the way to my goal. Whereas instead, if we focus in, again, 80-20 principle here, we focus in on the real core things, like really to eat a healthier diet, I just needed to work on prioritizing more vegetables in my diet. And that would push out some of the other junkier things that I was eating that I didn't want to eat as much of. It would give me more nutrients in my diet. And if I just focused on eating more vegetables and eating them first in my meals, then automatically everything else fell into place. Now, of course, part of the reason why I would make that more complex plan was because that was the hard work that I didn't want to do. I didn't want to have to eat my vegetables. I wanted to find some shortcut or easy way out. But when we get real with ourselves and we hold ourselves to making a simple plan, like what are the couple things that I need to do to make the biggest progress in those areas that are going to have the biggest impact on my life? That's when we start seeing real results and lasting results. Step six, if you want to call it that, it's not really a step. It's just a mindset shift we need to have and something to implement throughout this process. And it's understanding that it's the little things that really make the biggest difference in our enjoyment of our life. When we set our sights on a future goal and we tell ourselves that we will be happy when we achieve that goal or when that thing becomes a reality, then we are delaying our happiness. We're telling ourselves that we can't be happy today because we don't have that thing yet and that we don't have permission to be happy today. We don't have permission to be content. We aren't giving ourselves permission to enjoy our life today. And so 
the simple thing we could say here would be we need to focus on the present and focus on enjoying the process. Life is about the journey, not the destination. But more practically, what I find makes the bigger difference is focusing on the little things. So instead of focusing on that big goal we have for wanting to live in a different house or wanting to lose a certain amount of weight or wanting to find love, instead we focus on the little things today. And that means the sunlight coming in the kitchen window and how pretty it looks. It means this next bite of delicious food that we're eating and what's on our plate. It means focusing on relationships and the enjoyable conversation that we're having with our friend. I find that to be so much more practical and so much more doable than just trying to focus on the present or enjoy the present, which is very intangible and very difficult to do. Step seven, it's another process sort of step. It is taking ownership of our lives and taking responsibility for our outcomes. It is so easy, so easy, and such a constant temptation to blame other people for our problems. Sometimes we do this explicitly where we point a finger and we say it's your fault, but a lot of the time we do this in a much more subtle and internal way where we feel like we can't take action until someone else makes the first move. Or we feel like someone else is stopping us from doing the thing that we want to do. Or we feel like our circumstances or the system is stopping us. But most of the time, that is a lie that we are telling ourselves. It is an excuse that we are giving ourselves to save ourselves from the hard work of doing the work. Our minds are, even our subconscious minds are so incredibly intelligent and they are designed to help us conserve calories, essentially. They're designed for survival. And survival, like I said, is about conserving calories. We want to not exert ourselves so that we don't have to go and find more food, going back to like hunter-gatherer days here, right? So when we have something we want to do that is not an essential survival need in this moment, then our minds find all sorts of ways to create all sorts of excuses so that we feel like we shouldn't do it or we don't want to do it or we don't do it. And a lot of the time, those excuses come in the form of not taking responsibility for our outcomes and instead blaming other people or at least putting the responsibility on other people. Obviously, an easier thing to point out than to overcome. Again, it starts with awareness, awareness that your subconscious mind is doing this to you. Your subconscious mind is inadvertently sabotaging you and sabotaging the results you're trying to get. And simply that awareness and then starting a conscious battle is going to be the thing that makes the biggest difference at the start. And then, just like we were talking about earlier on, the way that you can continue working on this is by putting your plan into action, by working the steps, by eating your vegetables first or whatever you need to do to get the results that you want. And then as you start to see results and you start to work that muscle of self-control and motivation, that is when you will develop the habit of it and you will be able to more and more silence that inner voice that's making those excuses and telling you why you shouldn't. Well, there you have it. Some thoughts on how to change your life over the next six months or so. 
Like I said, this is sort of a step-by-step plan, but it's also just principles. And it's also very much, you can start working on this today and within six months, you will be able to see some dramatic changes in your life. Those changes aren't going to end after six months. It's not like after six months, you will have arrived. There will still be many areas of your life that you want to work on, but I'm very confident that you will be able to see some noticeable and physical changes within that amount of time. Thanks so much for joining me today. My name is Gillian Perkins, and normally I talk about how to start online businesses and how to work for yourself. If that's something you happen to be interested in, then I would love to have you subscribe so that you can learn more about how to work for yourself and how to start your own business. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Gillian Z Perkins so I can see you're listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast so they too can learn how to build their business in a way that allows them to work less and earn more. And if you really love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave Work Less, Earn More a review to give it a boost and help even more people find it. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm Gillian Perkins, and until next week, stay focused and take action. Oh,